This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. And on the show this week on The Night Shift, we took a look at brand new music from the one and only Louis Tomlinson on What's New 22. Of course, Louis was formerly a member of the band One Direction and the panel were pleasantly surprised with what they heard. Enjoy the podcast and don't forget to join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back into the show. And I shall say, welcome back into our studios, the What's New 22 panel. It's great to see you guys again. Really gone to a lot of trouble to make it festive as well. Uh, Emily Peacock, vocalist from About Last Night. Great to see you. Hello, it's so good to be back and see you guys. And you've got a great jumper on, kind of a bespoke jumper of, of you and the better half. Yeah? It is, yes. Yeah, very, very cool. It's a bit cheesy, but it's fun. I love it. I like uh, it. Covered in tinsel, um, we've got Eddie Parsons. Um, at the far end of the studio. How are you, Eddie? Drummer of Fixer? Tinseltown Rebellion. Yeah, that was a big song, wasn't it? <laughs> Very well, thank you, Mark. Yeah. Good evening. Everybody. And great to see Phil Pendlebury one more time. Yeah, good to Nice to be back. Lovely to see you all. Yeah. Emily, the Queen <laughs> of Christmas. She certainly is, isn't she? I'm, she'll probably burst into a, a Mariah Carey song uh, throughout this next 45 minutes or so. We're going to be reviewing a brand new album, or pretty new. It was um, released, I think, in November. And uh, But before I get to that, Rather sad news that um, Terry Hall, the frontman of uh, the band The Specials, sadly died at the age of 63. Famous for tunes like this. Yeah, that's one of the big ones from the specials, of course. Um, Stop your messing around. Uh, I mean, Scar, reggae. um, Were you a fan growing up? I was indeed, yes. And um, I really liked the specials from that era, that sort of um, late 70s, early 80s. Just the tail end of punk, I suppose. But um, but that whole Scar movement was great. I I loved it. And... um, he later went on to form Funboy 3, who, yeah. who continued to have uh, hits. He was uh, quite, prof- uh, quite, quite well uh, appreciated generally as, as, as a great writer. And there were a few um, obituaries from famous guys like Elvis Costello and a few other yeah. people that... He was really, well regarded. Oh, yeah, Certainly, yeah. no two ways about that. And saying that he went on to do other things definitely one of my favourite tunes um, he went on to form a band called The Colour Field and they had a hit Ooh. with this I guess I kind of thought to know I ought to be thinking of you but a friendship's built on trust and that's something you never do well who knows maybe tomorrow Totally different style, Phil, but a re- right in the pocket, that tune, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I was, I, I'll be honest, I mean, obviously it's very sad. I, I was never the, a fan of yeah. the Scar thing. Reggae, I loved the authentic Bob Marley and all that, but my, yeah, it wasn't, it was one of those things with all the kids in my group kind of thing where we were all rock yeah. You know, and, and of course, you pre- like many things, you appreciate it all as you as you get, get older. older. Yeah. You know. it, isn't it interesting though, that that last track you just played? As soon as I, I remember it, but it just had um, 
uh, Jarvis Cocker all over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lovely jazzy little yeah. groove yeah. to it, yeah. Anyway, there we are. Um, sad news there on, uh, once again, the passing of Terry Hall. Now then, let's get down to a little bit of business. Faith in the future. I want to um, ask Emily, boy bands... When they split up, one of them tends to go on to superstardom, which is the case with Take That, of course. Mm. And, you know, Robbie really took it to the next level. And uh, this time around, the band that we're looking at is One Direction. And, I mean, Harry Styles has absolutely tore the music map to pieces, hasn't he, this last year. Do you think that makes it more difficult for the rest of the members to really break through and make a bit of a name for themselves? Yeah, absolutely, because no matter what you're doing it doesn't matter how different it is to the next person you're always going to be compared yeah like we come in here every week and talk about people and we always compare them to who we think they're like even if they're not in the same yeah they have nothing to do with each other they're always going to be compared so especially when you're from the same group exactly it's even easier to to you know make that comparison Mm. i mean do you think as well that you know when they know that the band is coming it's on its last legs it's coming to an end these music moguls think that is the guy that's going mm. to be a star. And, mm. you know, they probably had Harry Styles totally <laughs> worked out the path of his career um, before, it, before it all broke up. Yeah, I believe they did. But um, I think, like Take That, two or three of them. Is, um, is it Zane, the other guy? That's Zane, gone? Zane yeah. Mark, yeah. He's gone solo. Yeah. And uh, now um, the chap we're going to be covering yeah. tonight is another one that has gone solo successfully. And I'm thinking back to tape that because we reviewed recently Mark um, Owen Owen's yeah, uh, yeah. Um, new album. So, yeah, it, when you think about these bands, they were so huge, then why not? But mm. you're right, there's usually one. I mean, Barlow from Take That was the main writer, and what a fantastic yeah. voice and writer. Yeah. But you're but right, Rob, go Robbie, on to Robbie's Robbie success. was the, the superstar. The yeah. personality. But, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Um, so we're talking about Louis Tomlinson. Yes. Uh, Louis Tomlinson of, of One Direction. It's his second album, Faith in the Future. What, what do we make of Louis Tomlinson? I will be completely honest. I've never listened to any of his solo music before this album. Okay. Um, again, complete honesty. He was always, in my opinion, the weakest vocalist in the band. They were very young when they first got together. Yeah. Um, but he, for me, he stood out as being the weakest vocalist when they first were put together. Right. But it, they worked as a unit. Yeah. Um, so I never was never intrigued to check out of his original music until this album yeah right and i was very pleasantly surprised (laughs) let's have a listen to the first track bigger than me it's from uh, the album from louis tomlinson faith in the future is what it's called when somebody told me i would change i used to hide behind a smile when somebody told me i would change i was afraid i don't know why Signs walking different lines. I know it took a left, trying to make it right. All of these voices, all of these choices, I don't hear them anymore. Hear them anymore. But somebody told me I would change, I used to hide.
Well, that's the first single then from this album, Bigger Than Me, and it's took me by surprise. Um, I mean, it's right in the groove, drum-wise. The drums are absolutely cooking on that. Beautiful sound, beautiful sound, and isn't it? His voice is great. We've spoken on a few occasions of how they, these modern productions, they just really bring that sweetness. Mm-hmm. Phil has explained this many times how this the saturation, new, yeah, this, <laughs> new, this new sort of mic techniques that these guys have, and it sounds beautiful and strong. But what was interesting is that that classic four chord chorus that has been mm. used a million times, and it sounds great mm. every single time. Yeah, what do you think, Phil? Well, I was um, bl- blissfully un aware like Emily I, this is the first time I've heard this guy singing on his own and even yeah. kind of comparing picking out his voice from the others you know and mm. yeah I, w- I was impressed uh, heavily treated uh, heavily treated with, with the voices and but one thing we must mention is that he writes so everything's okay. written on the album every track is written with somebody else and this was what impressed me with Gary Barlow this is what I wanted to get out earlier on is you had Robbie with his teammate who did the music yeah Guy Chambers but yeah, yeah. G- Gary Ga- yeah. turned out to be this wonderful musician as well as a singer so anyway yeah love it great Okay, good start. Um, Emily, what, what, you said you were pleasantly surprised when you have been listening to this album. Yeah, I really was. I was very happy just to keep listening to the whole thing and then keep mm-hmm. it going. Um, yeah, it's very now, isn't it? Yeah, but just to pick up on what Phil just said, you can really tell the vocals have been treated mm-hmm. in a certain way. And so I am intrigued to hear this live mm-hmm. and to see if yeah. the song is actually bigger yeah. than right. him. When you say treated, what, what are well, we meaning? The, no, the, there's the usual, the usual little bits of kind of semi-chorus and, and saturation or whatever, although a lot of that might be more obvious yeah. in the headphones. But if you listen to some of the other tracks, there's some pretty blatant tuning. Okay. Uh, but then you can't really discredit that because it could have been done for, you know, artistic purposes. But could it be... Uh, could it be argued, my lord? But, uh, <laughs> Objection. He was, he was uh, essentially more uh, one of the harmonizers than the, than the than a main vocalist in the band. Yeah. So as I, like, I'm a harmonizing singer myself, it's very yeah. rare that I take lead vocals, and it's more difficult for me to do that. Yeah. But harmonies, I can easily jump into harmonies. Mm. It mm. might be the case with. I don't know. Yeah. Because the other guys, as you said, was stronger. Mm. He might have played more of a. As again, for like sure. Yeah. Mark sure, Owen did, and, and take that. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back. We have the panel with us for What's New 22. That's Phil, Eddie and uh, Emily. We've heard one song already from Louis Tomlinson called Bigger Than Me. It's from his latest album, Faith in the Future. We kind of liked it. Great drum sound. Let's have a listen to Louis talking about um, his his brand new release. It's a better reflection of me. It it definitely is. Um, There was an element of... Me still kind of discovering who I am as an artist on my first record. Um, whereas with this album, I had a much clearer picture of what I wanted to do. And I kind of framed every song around trying to create these exciting live moments for, for the tour shows. So, yeah, I think it's just a better kind of advert for who I am as a person and who I am as a, as an artist. The, the fan base allow me to be able to be myself. That's what gives me confidence to do this. You know, they give me confidence at the live shows. But more than that, you know, I wanted this album to feel like an evolution from the first one. And there wasn't a second when I was worried about alienating the fan base because I, I just, I feel so much love from them and I feel the confidence to be able to do, you know, what I want to do. So 
Um, yeah, just a credit to them, really. From our part of the world, Emily, do you think? Uh, definitely a northerner. <laughs> definitely. Could be on Coronation Street, couldn't Doncaster. He? <laughs> He's from Doncaster. Is it? Uh, right. All right, uh, we're going to hear our second song then. It's Louis Tomlinson, of course, uh, from One Direction. We were pleasantly surprised with the first song. Here's uh, number two. It's called Out of My System. second track then second single from uh, this album it's called Out of My System Eddie it's almost punk uh, it, it reminds me of the Buscocks or the, something like the that the first time I heard this when I was listening to it this week the first band that came to, to mind was The Jam yeah. do you remember The Jam yeah, yeah. especially that bass at the beginning very attacking sort of, I bet it was a Rick and Macri was playing like, <laughs> it yeah. just thought oh this sounds like um, The Jam but his voice is definitely down the Liam Gallagher Road, you can hear it. It's, it's got that yeah. sort of post oasis about it, but yeah, it's got that. It's got that sort of raw punk esque feel about it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Again, it's very live. It's very punchy, and it will work great live. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think, Emily? Big, big energy. Yeah. It's really good. Like really driving, really attacks, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, just to share a thought that isn't my own from our lovely friend Louise. Um, she said this reminds her of We Are Scientists, the band, if you know mm. them. She's like, oh, it's exactly the same. We I was with her earlier and I showed her this song. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the band, but she's like, oh, yeah. you've got to mention that. Right. Mm. Yeah, uh, Louise, Merry Christmas, by the way, Merry to you. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what, do you. What do you reckon then, Phil? Love it, yeah, the sonic Love range it. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, the the vocal, yeah, I'm still not sold, but what a nice guy, the little interview there. Yeah, you yeah. know, totally mm. down to earth and appreciative of his, of his fans, uh, which is always really nice to hear, isn't it? Um, the sonic range on that track, you could use that as a reference. You know, we, we tend to use other things. I don't like to listen to other music too much because it influences you sometimes in the wrong way but as a reference for your sonic range you know for your bass end and your top end and so on yeah mm. it's a beauty I'm, I'm going to keep that one so in mind big thumbs yeah. up then for that yeah. one yeah. Um, next song's called Angels Fly Nothing really Talk about it 
Okay, third song, then Angels Fly from uh, Louis Tomlinson. I mean, some of the uh, influences, Eddie, and, uh, you know, what, 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 what do you make of it? Again, there's, um, it's post-Oasis, when, vocally, I, I just, it is. But um, yeah, this one is a bit more commercial, sort of pop pop rock, I suppose, but um, I was quite interested, I'm sure um, Phil will be able to tell me about it, the snare drum sounded like, like either a sampled snare drum, or they'd thrown a cloth over the snare mm-hmm. and made it very dark, because the bass was very live and punchy, mm-hmm. and of course when the bass and the band kick in, whether that's just a bass or whether there's something else, but it was really lifts it, it's like, boom, get in there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of different styles again on this album, I mean, the last <laughs> one was very punk rock, and it, we're talking about the jam, and this is totally different. Absolutely, Eddie Nail it really it, it, there's still rocky feel there but the last one had that m- a more kind of raw perform it live kind of scenario whereas this is a little bit more produced isn't it there's no my comments here where there's no doubt where the chorus is you know yeah. It, it, rah, yeah, I love yeah. that where they can keep things it's very tempting when you're making music to to put all the bells and whistles in too early and yeah, holding yeah. it back holding it back and then when the chorus or the bit that you want to get people's attention put all those extra Boom. things left yeah. and right so the whole field up especially with headphones um going from a single vocal to probably triple tracked vocal yeah um yeah and and again you know great overall sound yeah you just know at that point that's when all the big lights come on on yeah. the stage <laughs> and then the, the explosions at yeah. that point Bang. what do you think emily what's what's your I was take gonna say you've already got your light on your phone there already but everyone in the stadium will have their lights on yeah. their phone for that one that is the song that's anthemic Mm-hmm. It reminded me a little bit of the band Keen. Okay, I them? love yeah. Keen. Yeah, I love, I it. love their melodies. And so no, guitar, yeah. no guitar in Keen, did they? No. It was just keyboard player. No. Oh, that, really? What was that? Um, they bed shaped. Bed shaped. <gasps> yeah, yeah. They played here a couple Changes. of times I, years ago. I saw them. They were great. 
I was yeah. actually thinking if like Coldplay and Keen had a musical baby, it would sound a little bit like yeah, this. Yeah, I get yeah. you. I get you. Uh, thank yeah. you, Tom, for your message. Um, we Are Scientists, which you mentioned earlier on. Great band. Had their uh, halcyon days alongside the likes of The Editors, Editors. Block Party and The mm. Future Heads. Song After Hours is definitely hours, worth a listen. Great, great yeah, thanks for that, Tom. Much appreciated. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, we're playing the music of uh, Louis Tomlinson, of course, uh, formerly in uh, in the band, in the in the boy band uh, One Direction. And uh, we seem to like the direction that he's going in so far, don't we? We uh, do Eddie? indeed, hey? we do indeed. Just a couple of little um, factoids about him. He's uh, 30 years old. His net worth is 90 million. <laughs> what? So presumably, oh, so they all pocketed a fair old wedge. Presumably, from, uh, one direction. yeah, most yeah. of that is from One Direction. His monthly income is two million, so not bad it's if you right. can get it. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, he's done two albums. Obviously, the uh, first album was Walls, which uh, got, was a top three, number top three in uh, UK and top ten in the US. So not bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been involved in 10 singles, most of those from uh, Take That. Uh, t- oh, sorry, Take One that. Direction. One Direction. But uh, singles of note from his first album were uh, Two of Us, Killed My Mind, and The Raucous We Made It. Mm. And he's currently on a world tour, but he's taking Christmas off. He'll return in January. Uh, well, they've added more dates, and he's doing 30 countries. So he's doing better than I thought. Not bad. You know, that's, that's a surprise, actually. Yeah. But then I suppose you've got to just say, well, yeah, One Direction, you know, household name. Yeah. Like them all. I went, I went to see them when they came to Dubai. No, you didn't. I did. Yeah. I took my, uh, my son and oh, my daughter. Okay, they well, loved the it. Yeah. I bet they did. They lapped it up. And, and it was great. Fair enough. It was, it was a good yeah. gig. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good gig. So Smoking band behind them. And uh, yeah, great. Right, one more song then. Um, Louis Tomlinson, this is the greatest. Making up for what we 
So there's uh, our final track from Louis Tomlinson's uh, new album. The album is called Faith in the Future. Phil, what's that big, chunky sound at the back of it all? Eddie and I were talking at the beginning there. Eddie said, is it a sample? And you just don't know. It could be his drummer playing it. They've made a loop out of it. They've treated it, obviously. It's just distortion on drums. I'm saying just that the actual production is a masterpiece. Is there on any that. saturation on yeah. that? <laughs> well, <Yeah>. distortion, saturation, <laughs> similar things. Um, the, the, the thing that impresses me with that, I've got lots I could say here, but I'll keep it short. But the thing that impresses me is you've got all that stuff going on, like that that you were talking about. Then there's other bits, there's strings, there's choir, there's yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you can pick it all out. It, you know, and so it's been well, well engineered, really, well mastered. And there's no one producer. That it's all different producers. I looked through yeah. and I couldn't really recognise. I'm sure maybe other people might know, the, you know, who what they've done, but uh, it's super well done. Super, super well done. Well done. Yeah. It's for want of a yeah, more interesting I th- I way think to put we're it. All, I think we're all really surprised at this. Mm. You know, when, mm. when I kind of sent out the messages, who's going to be reviewing? I thought they're probably all going to go, well, you know, sigh. Um, but it's it's a great, great album. I think Emily. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I was even surprised to hear some of the statistics that you were reading out before already because I just didn't. He fell below my radar, and I didn't hear any of his first album. But good for him. Like, how hard it must be to be in a boy band when you're so young with Mm. four other people and be so produced and then go on your own. Yeah. And Mm. I love Mm. the fact that he's, he doesn't, he knows this is all a work in progress and he talks about that quite a lot. Like, yeah. it's just, it's how he feels now authentically. He's different than Harry Styles, though, isn't it? I mean, Very Harry different. Styles is the ultimate pop star, isn't he? Even the way he dresses, the way he looks, the whole deal. You know, yeah. Louis seems a bit more down to earth and a bit more singer songwriter yeah. style. He does. And, you know, I've, I've heard a few things about him over the years about he's gone through a lot personally. Um, okay. And that's, that could have well affected him as well and keeping him, you yeah. know, like what's true to him uh-huh. and being himself and not. You know, getting swept away into like the pop machine, maybe. Yeah. But this this is an epic song. This one's my favorite. Yeah, Eddie. I think uh, picking, carrying on from what Em was just saying, all these guys have had mega success with One Direction. Yeah, and um, they they <laughs> they've earned a gazillion dollars and been super famous and had all the acclaim and everything. so they've had that. So now they're on their own. And they've got the success. They've got. Mm-hmm. We've spoken before about having that cushion. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we've mentioned that over a few artists that we've reviewed. Uh, Lennon's son was one of them, yeah, and there yeah. were a couple of others. So he's in, he's in a position now that he's got a huge bag of money. He can get the best producers, the best co-writers. He's already established. People know who he is. When he's got the product, and as Phil always goes on about, mm. if you've got the songs, mm. and mm. then they're in the studio. And you've got the right people going, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to have that guy, da, 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 da. and then you can take it out on the road. And it's because you were X One Direction, and you can still do it, 
bang. Is there a hit song, though, in what we've heard there? I mean, you, you know, Harry Styles, we had the, the biggest song of, of the summer. Yeah. Is, is there a hit song, do you think, Phil? I, I think, for me, sorry, just quickly, yeah. um, the Harry Styles thing, just to go back, we said the same thing about the Cyruses, didn't yeah. we? Is would you want to do the same thing anyway? For a start off, but secondly, they've gone different directions, and yeah. part the pun, <laughs> instead yeah. of just one, um, I think they're all hits. I think yeah. they're all hits, and as I always say to you, uh, what's the secret of a hit song? Is marketing, and there's no doubt that there's marketing there. Yeah, mm. it sounds a bit more American than, than a British sound to me. Right. So right. I, I would imagine he'll have mm. great success in North America with But this. all in all, I think, thumbs up, Emily. Thumbs up, especially that last one. That's definitely yeah. going into one of my main playlists because um, it reminds me of a lot of bands I've been listening to recently. If it gets into Emily's playlist, it's got to be good. And a specific one I listen to a lot for inspiration yeah. Yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's something I can hear you and John. That's the style yeah. that, you know, mm. and, and almost there's a bit of Katy Perry in there as well, oh. the production. Uh, anyway, yeah. we're out oh. of time. Right, um, wh- where can we see you, Emily, uh, performing? And what nights these... So I will be at Blah Blah with the five piece um, tomorrow, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. And then the trio will be performing on uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And I believe there are a few spaces left for those evenings. And that'll be outside in the restaurant at Blah Blah. Lovely, lovely. I, I think you're serving up a fair bit of Christmas food. Hey, as well. Yeah, usual little Bavaria on Malkawain. What a lovely place that is. And uh, the Directors Club at the Warner Brother, the WB in Abu Dhabi. So I'm driving around a bit. And that's Christmas Eve even usual stuff lovely well thanks guys for coming in with all your tinsel Eddie and um, we're going to have a photograph taken there with (laughs) the the most outrageous jacket I think that I've ever come across (laughs) you've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast to enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts